This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joy's in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for taking my call today. Sure. What's up? Um, okay. I'm 46 years old, and about a year and a half ago, my husband committed suicide. So, oh, my. Um, I've had a kind of tough, you know, last year and a half. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, my. But, yeah, and then in the whole process of it all, you know, he was, we had gotten into the rental house business and we had, you know, we had acquired, I think it was 15 properties at the time and several of them were fixer uppers. So um, we were kind of like in a mess. So when he passed away, I, I sold all of them, but 10, I kept 10, you know, to manage myself and five of them are paid off and the other five have, you know, small mortgages. I think the total I owe on all five is 275,000. Um, but every month they bring in um, $10,000 and 5000 goes to the mortgage payment. So, you know, I clear five. And um, my question was, do I sell a couple now that the market is up and just pay off my house or do I continue to manage them? Because I only have like seven years left before they're all paid off. It, it, we had done 15-year loans back, you know, in the day. So if I keep them and keep making the payments for seven more years, that would be like a 10,000 a month income, secured income. Or do I sell three and lower my income to like 7,000 a month, but have my mortgage paid? Is that confusing? No, it's not confusing at all. And I'm just heartbroken for you. I'm sorry for what you've been through. It's tough. Yeah. Very tough. Oh my And I have two, I have two boys in college. One just finished actually. And, um, with that money, you know, we've been paying their school so they don't have student loans. So it's good, you know, for that also. And um, I'm also a nurse and I work um, full time. So mm-hmm. so who manages the properties? You manage them? I do. Yeah. And I mean, they we've had rent. I've had, well, no, it's just me. I've had renters in these houses, you know, for years. And I think it's because I really haven't raised the rent on them. They've been there faithfully paying, and, um, you know, I know I should be charging more, but I think it's almost better to have a renter in there that's good and long-term than having to keep, you know, going in there, painting it, freshening it up, and trying to find another good renter, you know, to rent them out again. So I just pretty much keep the rents lower, and, I mean, they've been there for years, these people, so... What's left um, on your primary mortgage? Well, I had to leave the house we were living in because it happened, you know, in my last house. So I bought a house and I currently owe 460000 on it. Uh, my rate is at 4%. Um, and the, the houses make the payment for me. You know, I they, the payment is like 2600 a month and the rent, the rent pays for that for me. So, I mean, whether I sell the houses and pay off my mortgage or just sit here, someone else is paying for it, you know. So I don't know whether to just wipe it out. with. If I sold three, that would probably be enough to pay it off. Or do I just um, let the renters continue making my house payment? And then in seven years, I would have more of a bigger monthly pay, monthly income than if I sold three now. Yeah. Well, um, you're, 
making the decision, if I were in your shoes, I would be making the decision in a weakened state. Um, yeah. Because of what you've been through in the last year and a half. Um, you lose your husband in the house. You have to move out of the house because you can't walk in there without memories flooding. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. so you have to move. You have to go through the loss of your husband, a funeral. You have to go through the surprise, the shock, everything associated with suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, even some people deal with embarrassment as if you had anything to do with it and you didn't. But that sometimes yeah. comes up, that yeah. kind of thing. And you're dealing with all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, then you throw in just a rental property question. Okay. Uh, rental property is a wonderful investment. I've got a bunch of it, as you know. And yeah. um, uh, it is not to be managed from weakness. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you say things like, oh, the renters are paying my payments. No, that's not true. Uh, just try wait until they don't pay your payments and then you'll have to pay your payments. And so then you'll know that that's not true. So that's. You know, if they pay the rent, that's true. And you say things like, I don't want to get market rent because I might lose my renter. And so now your renter is holding the landlord hostage. No, I'm going to raise my rents every year. Every time the lease is up, Mm -hmm. I'm going to raise the rents. It's going to be close to approaching market rent. And um, Mm -hmm. I I don't want somebody sitting there on a 10-year-old rent rate. um, And rents have doubled during that time. And then we've got an emotional problem when I do finally try to raise it because I feel strong enough to do that emotionally. Um, and then mm-hmm. they, they jettison on me. I'd rather just have some normal turnover as part of owning rental properties. If you can deal with normal turnover and market rates, that's an indication you're in a position of emotional strength as a landlord to work with these things, and you want to ride them out, I'm okay with that. Not okay with your current plan. Mm-hmm. Because of because you, it, it it indicates you, listen, I've had enough crap in my life. Don't rock the boat is what you told me six different ways in your conversation. I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. causes any disturbance in the force. I've had enough disturbance. And I don't blame you, by the yeah. way. I think that's where that that's mm-hmm. where most people would be that are human beings. And so I, I think that. So uh, I, if I were you, I'd ask myself the question, if my house was paid for and I owned uh, the five paid for rentals or six paid mm-hmm. for rentals or whatever, would I go buy some mm-hmm. other rentals oh, on, pay- on payments? And I think the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have a smaller, more efficient portfolio, meaning a smaller portfolio of rentals that they, that are paying me market rather than a larger portion that are not paying me market. Cause I don't want to deal with the hassle. And I don't have any debt, mm-hmm. house or anything. And that's where I would want to be. And from there, if you want to buy some other rentals as the years go on and you continue this desire to grow the real estate portfolio and you want to do it with cash, then I would actually absolutely go that way. Yeah, I'm looking down at the numbers here and there's three quarters of a million dollars in debt. And after being what she's been through, I just want some financial peace in my life and I want some stability. And to me, I'm going, I'm going to sell a few. I'm going to get rid of my mortgage. It's a lot off the shoulders, a lot less to manage in the portfolio. And if you raise the rent, you might make some of that up on the other properties. Yeah. So I feel good about that plan. Give yourself permission to not be the strongest you've ever been in your life right now. Because that would just mean you're a human. Because humans hurt when they go through things like you've been through, honey. And so it's okay to just sit where you are for a little while longer. You don't have to make any decisions. There's nothing pushing any of this. And it's okay to simplify your life 
but at the end of the story, whenever the end is, whether that at the at the the next chapter of the story, whenever that is, I want you to be uh, three years from now running an efficient, paid-for set of rentals that are being charged market rate, and you're landlording from not only financial strength but from emotional strength. Um, but no, I. I um, if you're not having some turnover, your rents aren't right. That's part of the rule. And again, we've got a bunch of property and, um, you know, rental rates have changed a lot in the last 12 months in our area. They've gone way up. And so we're seeing some pretty substantial increases on some of our existing tenants. And by the way, if they were to leave because we increased it, guess where they have to go rent? Somewhere else that's charging market rent too. And so that they, you know, that's where that's how it works out here in the world. That's this sorry, um, and so I'm not gonna not gonna lose them if they go shopping, because I'm not overcharging. I'm just charging the market. That's all, and that's just efficient management of the asset. That's called good stewardship. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.